Good day, good day, good day, everybody. Thank you for tuning in and welcome to episode three um, of the second season of my podcast. And I'm your host, Michelle Wynn. I'm glad that you were able to stop by and um, listen to my episode today. Um, I think what I want to talk about is a little something I've been going through the last couple of days where I just feel unheard. Um, And it's kind of depressing maybe. Um, I don't know the right vocabulary word to use, but it's not a good feeling. So I kind of want to talk about those feelings and kind of unwrap that package. So stay tuned. I'll be right back. All right, so let's get into it. Um, I think in the background, uh, you probably will hear my smoke detector chirp from time to time. I did hear that in the last episode that I recorded. Um, I haven't gotten up on a uh, step stool to change the battery. Uh, I don't really do step stools. very much after um, that trip down the stairs so um, I leave the changing of batteries and um, light bulbs in the ceilings to people that are a little bit more steady on a step stool or at least if I'm going to do it on a step stool I have to make sure that I'm doing it when somebody's home and I just really haven't taken the time to fix that situation but I will do that because it's kind of annoying so anyway like I mentioned in the intro I wanted to kind of unpack the situation that I've been um, dealing with the last uh, couple of days it's really been on my mind a lot and um, I just kind of want to talk about it a little bit And that is the feeling of being unheard. So how it started was um, about a month, maybe two months ago, I started um, some dating profiles on some online dating sites. And um, as I was going through that process, um, I kind of realized that Um, maybe I wasn't quite ready uh, for the dating scene but I had gotten some matches on a couple of websites from some people Uh, I did end up taking most of my profiles down or just making them um, where people couldn't see them so they're kind of invisible or hidden or turned off or whatever you know I don't know the right terminology uh, for that but they're not you can't do a search for my profile and find it so they're kind of on pause I guess is basically what it is but apparently on this one particular site even if your profile is on pause if you um, matched with someone they can still send you messages so 
I was receiving messages um, from a couple of individuals and ended up giving them um, my number uh, so that we could talk off the dating app. And um, I think it was three guys. And um, two of them fizzled out. They kind of ghosted. Maybe I'm not. And yeah, I met both of them. And then after we met in person, um, it kind of fizzled out. So I just figured I wasn't really their cup of tea. So, you know, that's fine. That, that happens. And then, you know, I had kind of left it at that. And then every once in a while, I would get a um, response from this one guy. And, um, you know, I'd answer it, but, you know, not really anything because I kind of, like I said, kind of taken the profile down and just was just focusing on, you know, just some other stuff. Just not the dating, you know, right now. And um, so he periodically would keep... Um, send me messages through the app so he finally asked for um, my number and you know I, I gave it to him and um, we started kind of texting and kind of talking and at first I thought the conversation was good I thought oh you know this guy seems to be kind of interesting um, but again I'm not really sure you know what I want to, how I want to move forward, how I want to proceed, or what it is I want. So, but you know, we kind of kept talking, and um, I don't know. It just kind of things just kind of went left like really quick. So, he is a Christian man, like I'm a Christian woman, and so I thought, oh well, you know, that's good. That's that's something that's different, you know, from you know, some of the other guys they had talked to on the app. So I thought that that might be something that we had in common. But then, you know, as I started telling him things about my life, I felt, started to feel almost judged, but not really judged, but more to the fact of, hmm, you know, I don't really have the right vocabulary word, I think. Um, it, uh, well, not really judged, but uh, just kind of not heard. So, like, for example, I mentioned um, some trauma that I had in my life a few years ago. And it was kind of hard to discuss this with a virtual stranger. Um, but, you know, I put it out there because he asked a question that kind of related to going into that part of my life. So, you know, I decided to go ahead and, and put it out there. And the response that I got from him was more along the lines of, oh, well, that happened, you know, a long time ago and you should be over it and, you know, this, that and the other. And the response was kind of not what I was anticipating. It wasn't met with any empathy or anything like that. Now, I do understand that, you know, you can't just always carry trauma and, and things around with you 
all the time, all your life. At some point, you have to process it and do something with those thoughts and feelings. I do understand that. Um, but, I mean, I feel like if somebody opened their inner feeling to me about something um, that was traumatic for them, um, my response would not be, oh, well, that was a long time ago, so you should be over it. And so I kind of felt put off by that. And then he continued on a path of, well, it's ridiculous to feel this way and that way. And so I'm just going to, you know, step in and do this, that, and the other, and you're going to do it this way. And I was a little bit taken aback by that because I I don't know, because I never said to him that, you know, this was an ongoing issue. We were talking about a specific thing in which this specific thing kind of coincided with what we were talking about. But I never really said that this was something that I was still dealing with. This is something that was still like on the forefront of my mind. It was just something that happened. It was in relation to what we were talking about. And to me, it was done. But, you know, he wanted to just discount it and not even and not that he would have to give me an apology oh well I'm sorry that happened to you but you know a lot of times you do think that people will show you empathy when you you know kind of expose yourself in a certain way and I didn't get that and I felt judged a little bit uh, because I did bring it up I mean he did you know he didn't yeah, I mean, I felt I felt judged because he just was just like, well, you know, that's ridiculous to feel that way after all these years. And I feel like, you know, you can't tell someone how they're supposed to feel. They feel how they feel. And you might even say, well, you know, uh, I'm sorry that that happened. But, you know, it's been some years, so how are you processing it now? Or, you know, something along that nature. But, <clears throat> excuse me, his was more like, well, you know, it's just ridiculous to even feel that way anymore. You know, that's been a long time. And I just, you know, I just felt some sort of way about it. Um, and so I was, I was not happy about it. And then I kind of got to thinking, you know, I I gave him this information about me, this stranger, this information about me that's pretty personal, and he just kind of discounted it. But then he wanted, you know, you know, so then when I kind of stepped back a little bit, and then I had something else going on, oh yeah, with my furnace, or my furnace wasn't working, and so... Um, you know, being that I work from home and it's uh, St. Louis and it's December, it's cold and I don't have, you know, working heat. My landlord is not, you know, expeditiously fixing my furnace. Um, so, you know, that's a little bit of a, of a challenge, of a problem. And so I had mentioned to him, too, um, that I had not really been communicative for one day uh, because I was... Uh, doing a, I was at an event that was outside in the cold, 
um, when I got home, there was no heat. Um, so I just basically was trying to do things to keep myself warm because I was really cold. I mean, it was cold all the way down, like, to my bones, if that makes sense. And so I mentioned in a text message to him because he said, oh, you know, you didn't, we didn't talk yesterday, so what are you done with me? Which I thought was kind of weird because it had only been one day. So, you know, my response to him was, you know, well, I guess our last conversation, I did feel some sort of way about it. But really, you know, I just don't have heat. I'm not really feeling well. I was out in the cold this day. I was out in the cold Sunday. And, you know, I just, when I got home, there was no heat. So I just kind of got in my room and got a, uh, uh, what do you call it, um, space heater. And uh, my electric blanket and just kind of curled up and just try to get warm. You know, that was mainly the priority for me for Sunday. And, you know, he took it all the way left. So he didn't even acknowledge really the fact that I had the stuff going on with the furnace until later. Um, but he didn't acknowledge it. And then he went on to say, you know, oh, well. You know, I, I'm, a, I'm a good man and, you know, I don't know what's wrong with you women. You want to pick the bad guys and the tough guys or the married guys or the this and the that. And I'm just like, I don't even understand how we got to that point from, okay, well, yeah, I might have felt some sort of way at our last conversation, but really I'm just cold and I'm trying to not get sick. And so I'm here in a room with a space heater and an electric blanket. And, you know, I ended up falling asleep after the event. And now here we are. <laughs> and so it's just like I was not even heard at all. And so as I went over in my mind, like some of the other conversations that we had, you know, I do recall, you know, I would be talking and then, you know, he'd cut me off so he could say something. You know, I'd be in the middle of a thought, and he'd cut me off so he could say something. So, you know, those things came back to my mind, and I thought, okay, well, you know, really, that is no harm, no foul. You know, we talked for a little bit. Obviously, I feel like we're not a match. And then now, you know, he's going into this diatribe about, you know, all women are this and all women are that, and I'm a good man and this and the other. And so I'm just like, yeah, so I was a little put off by it. So I just want to kind of unpack that a little bit because um, I also heard a sermon or a part of a sermon from an online evangelist, uh, a TV evangelist, I guess, where he was talking about loneliness and the fact of being alone, even if there's people around and how those feelings of uh, feeling lo the feeling of loneliness is not necessarily sin but that it can lead you down a path to you know not so good things and sometimes i do feel like in relationships if we are in a state of loneliness and we just want somebody to feel fill that void that we have that's making us feel lonely not necessarily it's not sin like he said but it does lead you to a path of getting with the wrong people 
um, having the wrong people in your space, and then you know getting in relationships that actually may not be the best for us, may even be toxic for us, just because we're trying to fill a void that is missing uh, in our life. And so that's kind of what I wanted to unpack because I, especially at my age, would like to get to a point where, okay, if I feel the loneliness, that's good, but I need to fill it with something that's good and healthy for me. And then if I'm feeling good and if I'm feeling healthy, then if... Uh, a partner comes then he will add to that and not necessarily you know try to fill that void for me if that makes sense so that's the point where I kind of am right now where I I mean I would like to be dating um, and I'm glad that I did put my profiles on mute um, because I would like to be dating, but really, if I'm not <clears throat> in the best place for myself, uh, with myself, then that's going to cause me to connect or align myself with somebody that's not so great. And that's going to be a recipe for not so greatness <laughs> in a relationship. And I think a lot of my relationships over the years have failed because of that. Um, I was too scared to voice my opinion, too scared to speak up for myself, or too timid to speak up for myself, or, oh, if I say this, they're not going to want to stick around, or, you know, whatever the case was, I just always felt that if I didn't, if I acted this way or if I didn't act this way, this person is not going to love me. This person is not going to be around me. You know, I'm going to be alone because of, you know, whatever. And I really want to get to a point where I'm okay. Whether somebody comes into my life or not. Of course, I would like to have somebody in my life. But whether I, if somebody comes into my life or not, I'm okay where the loneliness does not rule what I do and then allow me to go out and make poor choices just because I'm lonely. And one of the things that in the sermon that he talked about was, you know, relationships being partnerships. You know, like business, you have a business partner. And that partner has a role that they play. And you as a partner have a role that you play. And that partner has strengths and weaknesses. And you have strengths and weaknesses. And once I kind of started to look at it as a, not a business relationship, but kind of just as a partnership, that made it sound a little, it made a little bit more sense in my brain. Because, you know, in a relationship, you know, in the beginning, you got to be all lovey-dovey. Oh, I can't live without you. But, you know, as it goes on, you know, things will level out. And you'll be like, oh, he can't put his socks in the, oh, my God, you know, that kind of stuff. So a partnership 
you have to know what you bring to the table and then you have to know what that person brings to the table. And so I think I'm at the point where I just need to figure out what it is I bring to the table. You know, do I bring loneliness and brokenness and, you know, this to the table or can I bring something more positive to the table? And then when I bring that positive to the table, is this person that's trying to be in partnership with me, are they listening? Do we even care? I mean, does this, did this guy even say, oh, well, gee, I'm sorry that your furnace is broken. I don't think he heard it because he was already loaded for to defend himself about how good a man he was and how these other women are doing this, that, and the other, blah, 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 blah. And it's like, it wasn't even about any of that. You know, what I was going through was not even about any of that. It was simply about, I was at an event and because of the COVID, you can't go inside you can't have more than 10 people and, and, and the event was you know a memorial event for somebody who had passed away a friend of mine who had passed away and we were outside for these two hours it was cold and even though I bundled up it was still cold <laughs> and then when I got home my furnace was broken I was chilled all the way to the bone even before but then you know it's, it's not warm in the house and I had to work on getting warm. So I had to drink tea and get under the heat and blanket and that. And at that, I did end up, you know, sleeping. You know, we were at the event. And outside for two hours, inside for an hour. That was an all-day thing. Visiting with people and things like that. And then coming home. And just trying to get warm and to feel okay physically feel okay because of the coldness and then all of a sudden with him it just turned into something that it really wasn't and he just didn't hear me and that is annoying when people don't hear you and I feel like that happens a lot in my life and I don't know how to rectify that situation I feel like my daughter doesn't hear me particularly when it comes to with her kids I do but it it almost feels like it's expected for me to do. And I don't think that's fair because they're not my children. But I don't think that she hears me when I say, oh, but these are yours. This is your situation. Um, so I don't know. And maybe I'll just research some, you know, some books or some something um, to see some tools that I can use so that I can be better heard because I know I speak English and I don't speak the best English but I think people can understand what I'm saying I mean I have a podcast and people are listening and I think they can understand what I'm saying so it's not like I can't communicate what it is I'm feeling it's just that nobody hears it and maybe nobody hears it because they don't want to. Because it's not like they don't understand what I'm saying. But I feel like it's not, it's because they don't want to. So I need to try to get to a point where I am heard. And whoever the person I am talking to can understand that this is a thing. 
this is the thing that I need to happen and I need for you to do it. So there's some disconnect there where what I say and what ends up happening are not in the same group. So there's some work to be done there. <laughs> and I don't know what to do. But I'm going to research it and I'm going to come back and we're going to talk about it. So that's something that I probably should talk to my therapist about too when I go back to therapy. I'm not going to go back to therapy until after the first of the year. <coughs> so just because, you know, it's already was Tuesday yesterday. I used to go to therapy on Tuesdays. Um, next Tuesday, I'm not going to go because it's another short week. And then the Tuesday after that, it's another short week because of the holiday there. So, yep, it'll be after the first of the year before I end up going back to therapy. But it'd be interesting to hear what her perspective is on that. And hopefully that she can give me some tools to work on so that I am being heard. But I wanted to put this in the podcast because at least if somebody's listening, I am being heard. Yay. Anyway, stay tuned for that. It's coming a little bit later once I figure out what tools I need. And maybe I can uh, practice my assertiveness here in my recordings. All right, that's it because you know it's like um what time is it? It's almost one in the morning. So it's way past my bedtime. <laughs> but uh yeah. So I'm gonna go ahead and turn in for the night, but I just wanted to get that out there. Oh, and I did wanna say that I'm working on my website too. So my website is almost done, I think. And uh I just need to, because I'm not a professional website designer, so I need to work on some things. And then I'm going to go ahead and try to buy the domain and then try to get it going um, by the first of the year. And so if I get that going by the first of the year, I'll go ahead and post what the website name is and all the episodes will be there. And uh, it'll just be another outlet where... People can hear my ramblings if they're interested in my ramblings. So it's kind of exciting. It's coming to light. And I don't even know why, but it's out there. (laughs) So thanks again for listening. I really appreciate you stopping by. And until next time, you take care. Bye-bye.